Okay, so I'm sitting here with Troz. That was terrible. That was very bad. <laughs> I got nervous. Okay, take two. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. The date today is Tuesday, November 8th, which means that for America, it's election day. If you have the right to vote, then I hope you voted because by the time you hear this, it'll probably be too late to vote. So I hope you put in your part and try to make a difference in the world around us. I'm not American. I don't really wish to be American. I don't think I ever even want to live in America, but, um, Basically, this election result is going to impact each and every one of us, no matter where you're from, no matter what your religious beliefs are, no matter what race you are, you are going to get impacted in one way or another. And no offense, but I'd rather not have Trump as president of the United States of America. I don't know. We'll see what happens in the next few hours. But while I'm recording this, this segment right here, right now, I have no idea what's going on and I'm actually a little bit terrified. Um, I wanted to actually do a segment on the US elections last week, but life got away from me and I didn't have an episode last week, so I apologize for that. Otherwise, I hope that if you had the chance to vote, that you voted because it is so important. So important. And the same goes for Kenyans. Kenyans, next year we have our own elections. Please make sure that you're taking the steps needed for you to take in order to vote. Does that make sense? Am I... I think I might be repeating my words here. Basically, if you are a Kenyan or if you are somebody living in Kenya that has the right to vote, make sure that you're taking the steps needed in order to use that right. One vote matters. Your vote matters. It's just under a year. Well, not just under a year. It's it's a little bit under a year until the elections in Kenya. Get registered to vote. Find out about your political parties. I need to do that, I'm terrible, I'm being a hypocrite here. But anyhow, I'm mumbling, I'm rumbling. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Tracy Jacobson. That's T-R-A-C-I-J-A-K-O-B-S-E-N. The J sounds like a Y because it's Norwegian. You can also write to me on karibunorgay at gmail.com if you want to be on the show, if you want to tell me that I'm doing great, or if you want to give suggestions on how I can be better. Also, do not forget to subscribe to the show because literally you do not want to miss out on upcoming episodes you can find the show on soundcloud itunes stitcher and pretty much everywhere podcasts are available literally so you have no excuses you can't tell me that you can't find it because you can just search for tracy talks and it's there it's absolutely freezing in oslo it is at this moment in time negative 4.3 degrees that is below zero there is snow outside it is currently snowing no joke. And I don't think I'm going to leave my house today. Okay, so today's opening title featured me trying to introduce myself and Trulz, um for today's episode. Uh, I failed miserably. Uh, because I forgot how to say my husband's name. Basically, what happened is that on Sunday, we watched a movie called Eye in the Sky. And this happens a lot with me. You know, I obviously watch a lot of movies. And most of the time, uh, Thrills is sitting right next to me. 
but this one really got me and I just had to talk about it. So I grabbed the microphone, clicked record, and we started having a discussion about this movie. This conversation that you're about to hear is not scripted at all. It is not edited at all. So please forgive me if I'm all over the place or if we're all over the place and our brains are buzzing. I hope it makes some sense, but if it doesn't, oh well, nobody got hurt. I should also mention that things get pretty intense with this conversation. I mean, I get very passionate about what we're talking about and um, there's a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of language. Sorry, mom. And there's a lot of use of the word fricking. So just be prepared. Anyhow, enjoy. Okay, I'm sitting here with Trills and uh, we just watched Eye in the Sky. Um, which is a film about, essentially about a little girl, but also about moral dilemmas that, you know, indecisions that people have to make and etc. Um, okay, so yeah, the film, <laughs> my brain's a bit dead because it's really not that late on a Sunday, <laughs> but uh, it's kind of late, but basically it's a story about a about Al-Shabaab, it's, it's based in Nairobi and the whole Al-Shabaab terrorism and everything that's going on. In terms of their facts, the facts are perfect, they're great. In terms of the fact that it was shot in Nairobi, it wasn't. It was shot in South Africa, um, which, you know, as somebody who's from Nairobi, it looked nothing like Nairobi. I mean, the first shot, they put a subtitle or like text in there, it's like Isali. Nairobi, 6 a.m. and I'm just like I looked at the shot. And I'm like, that is not easily. Yeah. That easily does not look like that. I've been there. I've been there. Easily <laughs> does not look like that. But um, I mean, it sucks that another film about Kenya was not shot in Kenya. Um, there were some, well, yeah. But anyhow, on to the real story. There's gonna be spoilers, so if you haven't seen it don't keep listening but if you don't care keep listening because i think the message is really good basically um they have found uh persons number three number four and five two on... two nine two four and five was it two four and five i okay. think so most wanted yeah on east africa's most wanted list and they these people are all in the same house okay so they basically have the chance to eliminate numbers two four and five on East Africa's most wanted list. And everything seems to be going great. There's a huge flurry of technology. They have like this bird, this mechanical yeah, bird. Yeah, insane mechanical bird. The video bird. quality <laughs> on that mechanical bird was insanely <laughs> awesome. I mean, if people are making cameras like this for intelligence missions, come on. Like, ugh. I, yeah. I, was, I was like, oh, that was And then cool. they even went more hardcore with a the tiny beetle, beetle freaking... that was flying around inside the house. <laughs> yeah. With, exactly. live with live feed to America, it's just and like, beauty, yeah. It was insane. Like, this this tiny beetle the size of your thumb. And it's like, yeah, that was, yeah. I mean, but it was cool. It was cool. I'm never going to trust nature again. <laughs> Animals or cameras. But, um, so they lock on the target. They figure out the chances of, you know, um, killing this the, these terrorists and everything. And everything's ready to go. Aaron Paul, who is playing the guy who's basically basically controlling the plate, the little drone with the missiles on it, he's about to pull the trigger. 
and then this little girl walks into frame and basically almost immediate like almost in the middle of the blast zone which would guarantee her death and Aaron Aaron Paul basically can't pull the trigger because it's like now there's this little girl this innocent sweet little girl and she's gonna die if he tries to kill or if he kills he'll he can kill a terrorist but he's also gonna kill her and I'm sitting there watching this and I'm just like who gives a fuck like you're sitting watching shooter shooter that's you <laughs> Okay, look, I, I am not the kind of person who, I, I believe that a life is worth a lot. But then when you have three, you know, when you have multiple people sitting there putting together freaking suicide vests and planning another attack on a public <coughs> space where you could possibly kill dozens, maybe even, you know, more people. And you're holding back from taking them out because of one child. I'm sitting there thinking... It was in Kenya that they killed a hundred, over a hundred and forty people in a freaking university. It was in Kenya that they killed over seventy people in the freaking mall. If those could have been stopped, if you can save dozens of people and kill one innocent child, I'm the kind of person who goes kill the kid. Like, dude, kill the freaking kid. No, I don't know. Maybe. It's just. But I don't understand why they used like half a nuke to kill the terrorists though. No, that's true. You don't need to use the biggest freaking bomb that you have. I don't, I mean, if you have the technology to put a super HD res camera into a freaking beetle yeah. that can fly, then you can put a freaking sniper rifle on that same drone that's flying hundreds of miles above and get it within a few feet of precision. I don't know. like. I'm sorry, the technology is just like too good in some parts, but not good enough. But still, seeing as this is these are the odds given to us, basically, um, they do whatever they can to save the girl, which is admirable. Like it's like if there's a chance that you can save her, let's do that. Let's do whatever we can to get her out of the blast zone and then nuke the freaking terrorists. Yeah, and that's also most part of the movie though, just discussing if it's worth taking her life as well. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's a moral dilemma. It's like, these people have the potential to kill hundreds of people. Mm. They have the inclination to kill hundreds of, possibly thousands of people. <sighs> Is one life worth dozens, hundreds, thousands of people? Is one life worth saving? Is that something you can decide? I'm never going to be in a position where I would have to make that decision. So this is all very uh, not real. Like I'm never going to have to make the decision between one child and hundreds and thousands of people or whatever. I'm never going to have to. I'm sorry. My, I make movies. The decisions I make are whether we eat lunch now or in two hours and everybody's pissed off at me. You know, the, that's the kind of decisions I make. I'm never going to be in a position and I never want to be in a position where I have to make that decision. But it kind of sucks to think that there's people, and this is the way the film portrayed it, I don't know this for a fact, I'm not saying anything, but there's people in high places, in different countries, in different parts of the world, who are making decisions for other people in, like, terror zones, in, in places where life is really difficult or scary or whatever, 
They're making decisions okay. for them. Oh yeah, <laughs> but they're making decisions for them, and it's like the decision—the decisions are based on how politically correct it is, or how it's gonna look in the papers. You know, at one point they're discussing whether they should kill the girl and end up having to, you know deal with the collateral damage of saying we're sorry that we killed one girl you know it's gonna look bad in the press politically it's gonna look bad yeah bad propaganda exactly that was what yeah propaganda bad you know as opposed to just letting the terrorists kill dozens of people and letting them take the blame for killing dozens of people so it's like we're not gonna pull the trigger we're gonna let the girl live and instead we'll blame the terrorists for killing dozens of people and i'm just like or you could stop the terrorists from killing dozens of people and just deal with the freaking political propaganda. Like, I would rather get a freaking slap on the wrist, which is all these people in freaking high places are gonna get. They'll get a freaking slap on the wrist. Because, I'm sorry, but most of these people... This, this is getting intense, so forgive me. But this is where Hillary Clinton comes in. She will say, go for it! <laughs> okay, so you went there. The elections are today, by the way, or, well, they're not today because today it's Sunday, but by the time this airs, it'll be Tuesday, the 8th of November. The elections are today. Hope you're voting, and I hope you're voting for the right person. Um, Trump, obviously. Oh my god. My husband, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, but it, would you kill the girl? I don't know. Would you want to? Would I want to? No. Would you, okay, let me put it this way. It's hard. It's hard to say. Would you kill the terrorists and and risk killing the girl? I might have risked it, like trying to minimize. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe they should have waited as well. I mean, or. Well, that's a messed up thing because they pull the trigger and it takes fifty seconds from the point the missile leaves the drone the point of impact and literally like 10 seconds after they pull the, tr the trigger this boy comes and and buys all the bread which make means the girl can start leaving to you know leaving the blast zone if they had waited two more minutes it's two more minutes nah, then maybe the terrorists had gone because they were leaving that's another thing so i mean they're uh... i don't know how much is a life worth? I mean, that, that's a question it comes down to. Is it worth killing one child to save Apparently more? it's worth the second, fourth, and fifth wanted in number. I'm sorry, but if, if, yeah, well, yeah. Thank God my moral dilemmas are whether to have spaghetti or potatoes for dinner, you know? Mm. It's, it's uh, simple stuff like that. It's a great film. If you're from East Africa or know anyone from east africa it'll be close to heart because i mean a lot of stuff has happened there in the last few years and this literally just puts it out there um it's worth watching it stars alan rickman helen mirren uh aaron paul and uh oh oh i've forgotten his name the guy from um the pirate film that was shot off the coast of Kenya. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, Bakard Abdi. I was impressed to see the him. guy in Game of Thrones. Who's the guy in Game of Thrones? Oh, that guy. Oh yeah, I don't care about him so much. What? I'm way more excited about Alan Rickman. Rest in peace. Yeah, but he's, he's awesome. Also because we've been watching Harry Potter, so. 
Alan Rickman. It's uh, I would rate it an eight point like like eight and a half out of ten to be honest. I think it's got like a seven point five on IMDb. I really enjoyed it. Mostly yeah, because maybe it made, seven. It made me scream at the TV, and I like stuff that makes me scream at the TV because you scream at the TV no matter what no, you I watch. Don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't scream at the TV. What? Yeah. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> Anyhow, it got me emotionally invested, and that's mostly because I'm from Kenya. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably kill the girl. Sorry, let me put it better. I'd kill the terrorists. Definitely. Definitely. No mercy. <laughs> no mercy. Okay, so let's just slow down a little bit and take a moment for me to explain myself better. Obviously, hearing this conversation a couple days later, I'm thinking to myself, I sound brutal. Hell, I could possibly sound a little bit like Trump. But it's just, it's such a huge moral dilemma because at the end of the day, how much is a life worth? It's not my place to be, you know, judge, jury and executioner or anything like that. But... I do feel like when you're faced with a decision like this, that the lives of many definitely outweigh the lives of one. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a huge dilemma. Let me know what you think of the film. Uh, go watch it and leave me some feedback on Twitter at Tracy Jacobson, on Instagram at Tracy Jacobson, or an email at karibanorge at gmail.com. I absolutely love hearing from you guys. Thank you for taking the time to listen to today's episode. And I hope that you have a fantastic election day or a fantastic week or a fantastic whatever. Until next time. Cheers, guys.